Welcome to Small Business Sisters, where two sisters who started their own separate businesses come together to share all things business growth and personal growth. Every week, they will share practical business tips that they have learned along their journey and share their individual perspectives. So grab a drink and join the sisterhood as we discuss all things womanhood, motherhood, and small business. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Small Business Sisters. So last week, if you listened, you heard us talk to the... I don't even know how to put it. Like the bomb squad. The the power... We kept saying like powerhouse panel. Power... I like bomb squad. I like bomb squad because it could mean something totally different. (laughs) Um, Amy Jackson from The Perch, uh, Tammy from Tammy Helfrich Coaching, and Tish from Austin Pop-Up Retreats. And we talked all about entering into the holiday season as a woman in society and as a business owner. And we got some really great feedback about that. So I'm glad you guys listened and hopefully it gets you in the um, right mindset as we enter. I mean, it's September, so we're there. Um, so today we thought we would do like a quick follow-up from that episode, but now like business, small business practical um, tips for the holiday season. And we're just going to do, we have four more episodes for the rest of the year before we take a small break because Jenny and I will be drowning in candles and shirts <laughs> and ear warmers. Uh, so we thought these last four would just be really quick nuggets. We said they're little pods, small pods, um, pods, for you to listen to while you're also hustling for the holiday season. So Jen, you want to tell them what we're going to talk about today? Yeah, today we're going to talk about um, just systems we have in place, uh, things that help us as we prep for the holidays. I know we have an episode. Do you know the number of it off the top of your head? I'll look while uh, you're talking. Okay. We have a holiday prep episode from um last year and we actually get a lot of questions of like what we do to prep so this kind of just builds on that we were just going to share uh things we do just to make things a little bit more streamlined and how that varies in industry because I think Christine and I even have a few uh differences so Mm -hmm. yeah keep talking because I'm okay um (laughs) well I'll start with so mine Okay, so candle scents, they're already set up so seasonally anyway. So I don't do a ton of um, like product development like you all might because like Christina has specific like holiday prints and stuff that she's getting ready a lot earlier. Whereas scent, it's a little bit more flexible, especially because fall and holiday blend so well together. So I don't do a ton of like prepping scents. Uh, right now or even in the summertime mine is more like getting all my systems in place for when um because I've tracked my numbers shout out marketing for the inhibited uninhibited I know (laughs) that um not only do orders pick up for customers this time of year but they really do for my stores that I do wholesale with Mm -hmm. because and theirs is actually like now September because they want to have all their stuff all their candles ready for holiday shopping season. So a few things that I do that really help me when I know it's going to get busy is inside my workshop, I 
have a huge bulletin board. So I've kind of gotten into a routine of when I get an order on my website, I print it out right away. And for me, again, if you're a systems person, it helps me to do the same thing every day. So that every day I get into the workshop and I just print out any orders that came through. From those orders, I pull things from my shelves that I already have. I write on post-its by scent, like each thing I need to make. And then those post-its go over by my melter. And then I write the date five days out on the top of the order form because that's my turnaround time. So let's say I printed an order that came in today. Then I would put um, September 12th on the top of the order. So visually, I can always be looking at that and know when like it has to be out by this day. And then on my big bulletin board, I pin them up in order of day they go out. So that just helps me to know. Um, and again, I learned this from mistakes I made where like if I missed orders last year or they like fell to, I don't know. I just knew I had systems in place that they go right from the printer, right on the post-it or pulled from the shelf. Mm -hmm. The date goes on there. They go on the bulletin board. So I'm just doing, so when I go to do my batching, like the pour days, then I'm pouring all those post-its and I know that the orders are covered. And then the next day, like when I go to pack orders, I know to pull the dates that are on or before that date. So those systems just really help me get ready. Those are really helpful. I wrote them all down. But can I just say a, a gap in the market that I'm hearing mm -hmm. is a printer <laughs> that prints post-it notes because I feel like you're adding a step from like printing the order to then writing it on the post-it note. We really need a post-it note printer. post-it And note I know printer. somebody is going to message us and say there is one. So yeah, or I want, there might be like a better way to do that, but that's just like a system. So yeah, pay attention to all those things you do every day and figure out how to like batch them and do them the same every day. Cause then mm -hmm. as things get crazy, it just, you won't have to worry about forgetting orders or like uh, who told you they needed what, like you, you know, you trust your system and it's on the bulletin board. <laughs> that's what, cause I get anxiety yeah. about like missing deadlines and that's something mm -hmm. I tell myself self, like, no, I have it on the bulletin board. It's fine. Um, no, that's really practical and helpful. And that's one of the things during the holiday season, I think catch me off guard. Cause I'm not a shop that has tons of orders every single day. So it's very manageable, but usually around Christmas time or gift giving time, it, it picks up pretty quick. So I like that idea of post-its because honestly, when you're just looking at orders on your computer, time can go faster than it is. So like, let's say somebody placed on Saturday, but you're not in your workshop till Monday. Well, there's two days that already passed. Right. So having it like specifically written down and on the bulletin board and like, I'm looking at my wall right now. I have a, if you follow me on Instagram, you know, I have a wooden, uh, you know, shiplap wall and I could just probably place them right there. Remember when I had all those sticky notes on there? Yes. When I was writing my yeah. Social media course. There's something about yeah, that's having a really good idea. visual. And even, so I, also take order like if someone comes into like in pine collective our shop and says can you make this i'd say yes and i write it on one of those same post-its and then it goes like on my bulletin board even with the other order forms so if you just have a mm -hmm. rhythm of like you're putting all your orders in one place in date order by when they need to go out that has really simplified um you know 
the system for getting them out and making sure they're out in a timely manner. Cause you also like you have post office stuff that comes up in the holiday season. So if you can just get all your stuff at least in a timely rhythm. So when the other stuff goes wrong, <laughs> Mm-hmm. It at least you have yeah. A let's safe. Let let's talk a little bit about that. So first, I looked up the episode. It's episode thirteen, which was in sep- September twenty second of last year. So if you want to go hear us talk like in detail holiday prep, make sure to go back and listen to that. But at, we talked about last episode practical boundaries to put up. And if this is your first season owning a shop, you're going to quickly see why boundaries are put up. Um, but let's talk about the cutoff time, Jen, mm-hmm. because I know we talked about that last year in the the practicality one we did, but it's always good to refresh what we know about that and why, first of all, what's your cutoff time, but then also why do you put that in place? Um, that's a great question. And I love to point out too that like you'll hear Christina and I even have different cutoff times and stuff. Cause it really does. There is no one size fits all. You have to like mm-hmm. pay attention to your industry, your customer base, your family and personal life and what works for mm-hmm. you. So, well, and I'm going to interject one thing and the difference between our cutoff times is mainly I make, I can't make shirts to size. Uh, I, I don't know how else to word that except that I usually I have stock in my house, but then I'm also, if I don't have that size, I'm able to order it. And so my cutoff time depends on getting shirts right. in time from that supplier to then get it made. So I cut mine off where Jen can pre-make a lot of candles mm-hmm. and, you know, it doesn't matter what size Yeah, that's why it really Because just, they can pick up that. Yeah, it really depends on your product. So for mm-hmm. uh, for candles where there isn't much variant so there is no size variance as far as like the human person size like right. you're just picking right. if you want a smaller or large candle so that my mm-hmm. cutoff can be later and also my product is a very like um grab and go gift where Christina's is a little more intentional like you need to know what the person likes and their sizes etc so my mm-hmm. People buy candles like up through December 23rd because it's a good like mm-hmm. hostess gift, etc. So I my and I also personally have teenagers, so I'm not doing like class parties and stuff. There's not like a lot happening. Um right. That's the other difference yeah, between that's us is the, mine are three elementary and that last week of school. Right. I'm so not you in have my to pay attention. All. I'm also severely introverted, so I don't do like holiday parties and stuff <laughs> in general. Um, no. But I so my cutoff is mostly for my wholesale customers because I know I can't do large bulk orders deep into December. Um so I have my wholesale cutoff. It, I don't know off the top of my head, but it's like the first week of December because then I know I'm getting a ton of like one-off orders from customers and I need to uh, be able to fill those. So I think I have like first week of December, wholesale cutoff. And then I work up until, because I have a storefront. So I know this differed for Christine and I too, because they're store was closed in December. Ours is still open because we're a shared storefront with three other shops through December 23rd. So I didn't want there to be confusion between people that are coming into Light and Pine Collective and people that are ordering online. So I kept my store open 
for that five day bump out. So like I knew I wanted to be done with everything December 23rd because the store was open. But that means orders had to be cut off um, like five ish days before that. So I can't do the 18th or something. I cut off all my online stores or orders. And then I just hustled those five days to get those all out. At the shop, I no longer took like, hey, can you make me this? I said, not until the new year um, and just sold Mm -hmm. what I had left. So that's that's, Mm -hmm. that really worked for me again because my stuff is non-specific of like size Mm -hmm. and everything. And you do close your storefront the week of Christmas through New Year's. Yes, we do. Yeah. Um, I was just doing math. So my plan, and again, because I make to order, I need to – 2020 was an absolute show. There you go, Jen. You get a bleep. <laughs> yes. Um, it, everyone knows that. The post office was crazy. Getting supplies was crazy. All of that. And so I think that year – the amount of stress and weight that I had leading up to like, I just needed to know everybody got their shirts because Christmas day, you will get customer service emails, like their (laughs) gifts didn't get there or they opened it and it was the wrong size or whatever. And so you're just, you know, you're, you don't want to refund everything because if it doesn't get there in time. So there's, we also talk about that in the practicality episode of like making sure there's a clear banner on your website that says, if it's not ordered by this time, you're not guaranteeing that they'll get it. Yes. Um, but anyways, so I kind of back that year, really, I did not enjoy my holiday, which I mean, it was 2020 who enjoys the <laughs> holiday, but it was, um, there was just so much like, you know, you could feel it. It's the stress you can feel in your body. And so I was like, never again. Like I'm not, nope, not doing that. And so last year there was still kind of, you know, hoopla with the post office, but I, last year I cut off December 1st because it gave me plenty of time to get everything made and out the door. But last year I will say that I did have some, uh, downtown, like I, like I, I think I could have worked a little bit further in and been okay, especially cause the post office was pretty good last better. year, <laughs> um, better. And so this year, my plan is my cutoff time is going to be December 14th for, um, shipping. Like I'm going to have everything shipped out December 14th. And that's because my son, Jenny's son, they share a birthday and mm-hmm. is December 15th. And I want to be able to, after that point, and that's, it's a, I'm looking at my calendar. It's a Thursday, which means their parties are going to be that 16th. Mm-hmm. So that gives me the rest of the week to not be hu- like hustling in my office the 15th and 16th. So if I can have everything shipped out the 14th, then I backtrack five days because that gives me five days to make whatever's ordered that week before and it arrived by the 13th. So usually I give like three, four days to receive my bulk order of shirts and I'm giving them an extra day there because it's Christmas time or holiday time. So if everyone orders by the 8th, I cut off orders the 8th, then I should have everything to me and made by the 14th to ship out. So my cutoff this year will be a week later than I did this year and do December 8th. And what I'm considering is pre-making a ton of stock I already have that then on the 8th, um, I'll list only things that I have in stock. That's a good idea. Get those out, get those out on the 14th too. 
Yeah, that's a good idea. That's my plan. I like I like um, watching you do that because I think that's helpful for everybody. If you just get like print off a month calendar and then write in all those things like count backwards and stuff, that's really helpful. And then you have kind of a mm-hmm. blueprint of what you want to be working on each time. And then to yeah. your point – wanted to say um, of those customer service emails, something I figured out early on because those made me so anxious is like setting up away messages for all your social medias and email the vacation responder that you like immediately turn on at, at this cutoff date. Then it's almost like I talked about in the last episode where I love having my PDF documents because Mm -hmm. it's almost like it removes the personal aspect and it feels like, no, my PDF says that I can't change anything for you. And the same thing Mm -hmm. is for the email responder and social media away message is like, it's already saying, Hey, thanks so much for your message. My shop is currently closed. I will not be checking emails and we'll reopen on blah, 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 and get back to you then. Um, I think that just helps people to know, okay, she's going to respond to me when she's back. Mm -hmm. And it helps you not to worry about responding in the moment because you're like, oh, they already know Mm -hmm. I'm closed. I remember one of the first years that I had my shop, I would actually respond to, because, you know, the Etsy notification or whatever would go off on my phone. So I'd get on and and then, yeah, and then you're always thinking about it. Answering, yeah. So, no, I think that's really good. Away message. I'm going to add that to our uh, practical steps here. Yeah, that's good. That's a good point. Like put it on your calendar of when you're going to turn all those on. Mm -hmm. And then there is like Mm -hmm. a lightness you feel of knowing like, okay, I'm not – the away message is responding for me when I get back into the workshop. Yes. And I can worry about all this stuff. (laughs) Yes. No, I think that's so good. Um, any other like practical things that help you streamline as you get bulk orders, Jen? Um, I don't know if this is practical, but it made it like it made those really late nights special. So again, I have older kids, so this makes it possible. But I remember I would come home from the store after we closed at five. Like this was like December, the first two weeks of December when things are totally crazy. I'd come home and I'd do dinner mm-hmm. with our family all that stuff. And then I would go back to my workshop late, like 7.30. And usually Kelly was there, Desmond Brown, um, because she was also (laughs) filling orders. And we would just like hole up in our workshops and there's Christmas lights on. We'd put on Christmas movies and like have drinks or whatever while we're making. And there's something about that vibe I really liked. And I, so it mm-hmm. almost makes it like fun to look forward to. Mm-hmm. Again, you're, you're, you're setting boundaries by like setting a chunk of time. So like I knew I was going to go in in the evenings from like 7.30 to 10 or whatever a couple mm-hmm. nights a week, but make it like an experience of, mm-hmm. oh, it's going to be like cozy. I'm going to have Christmas movies on and just like plow through a bunch of candles. And so that, I, l- I actually look forward to that. And so it helps. Yes. Yeah. I'll speak to that too. Cause I do think we talk about holiday season and we're like, it's so daunting <laughs> as a business owner, but that's some of my favorite memories too. And, uh, I can speak to like your home office work too, because I've always only worked in my home office, not at the shop when we had it last year. Um, 
And I'll just like, I swear I've watched every Netflix Christmas <laughs> movie, every Hallmark Christmas movie, because I'll just put that on and then just sew yes. and do my thing. And I'll just watch all these movies. And one time last year I was watching one. Um, I cannot for the life of me remember what it was, but I like was bawling during oh my it. God. Like, I was watching one on Netflix. I oh shoot, what is it? But the it, was it where the, the dad was a candle maker? And I was like <laughs> Yes, oh that's the one. Gosh. And they were talking about like creating scents and starting a candle business. I was like, this is the most <laughs> mad. I felt like a litter and elf dust coming out of my <laughs> veins. Yes. So you can't make it fun. But along with that, I love that you had those expectations. Like, okay, so last week we talked with them about having your goal for the holiday season and yours, Jen, yours, you're all year round. You're so good at like chunking out time to still spend with your teenagers when they're home. And so you, you put that into place, like your priority was your kids. So you go home from the shop, you eat dinner with them, but then you have established like, Hey, for these next two weeks, I'm going to be crazy busy so that I can take the two weeks off to be with you or a week and a half or whatever. So I'm going to go back to the shop for two hours. If you work in your home office, that might look like, Hey, I'm going to go back into my office for an hour and just plummet through orders. Um, but you've set that expectation. My family, now that I don't have the shop, it might look a little bit different, but they, we do, we used to do a boutique crawl every year. And I know I've talked about this on here before. And my family knew the week before the boutique crawl, like an expectation was, I'm just not going to be around very much, but everyone was on the same page. Yeah. Um, and I remember you saying that. Difference. And that's what made me like think through of, because I think we can bring a lot of mom guilt into owning businesses during the holidays. But mm-hmm. I think there mm-hmm. is something really powerful about just communicating clearly. I know when I do that with my family, I like amp up all this stuff in my head that they think I'm never around. But when I clearly say like, okay, okay, this is happening for real because I've had to work the last two Saturdays. So I've missed Simon and Elliot's football games. And I'm like, okay, the first two Saturdays of September, I'm not gonna be able to be at your games. But the last two games, the last two Saturdays, I am gonna be at your games. And they were just like, okay. <laughs> like, I think yeah. I think we make this stuff so much bigger than if we just communicate. Like, you know, we wanna be able to do this, but here's what it's gonna look like. And they, they adapt. Yeah. yeah. And usually they don't care as much as we do. <laughs> no. uh, can I go on an ADHD moment for a second? Yeah. When you were talking about their games, guess who is going to coach Oliver's soccer game for one game? Tyler. Kaden. No. Who? No. Me! You were going to coach? <laughs> That's the best thing I've ever heard. Oh, my gosh. Just one of the games? <sighs> Just one of the games because I need somebody to film this whole thing. (laughs) Yeah, Tyler Tyler coaches baseball at the same time, so he couldn't do it. And they asked for a parent volunteer, and no one was volunteering. (gasps) And you know, I love it that you are going to coach soccer. They are going to be the most like affirmed and pumped up soccer team (laughs) and encouraged. Uh, If you're if you're new here, I don't have a sport (laughs) in my body. Do you like know the rules of soccer? No. no, but I was I was told all I have to do is make sure that there are four kids on the field at a time and that no one gets hurt. Okay, <laughs> you've got this. And so I that's cannot fine, but Tyler wait to see this. 
Yeah, Tyler did text his parents and told them that they have to be at that game. So somebody will be filming, I'm sure. That's going to be the best. Anyways, you said their games and it reminded me like, oh yeah, I volunteered to coach one soccer game. Which also to note, I have three boys and not one has played soccer. <laughs> they all play baseball and football. So like soccer in and of itself is a new. Oh, yeah, I love co- it. I, good so for my you. father-in-law said, do I call you Coach Christina or just Coach? <laughs> <laughs> Please make yourself a shirt that says Coach. <sighs> I should. I'm gonna. <laughs> that's a great idea. Anyway, sorry people to sidetrack you, but that reminded me of it. Oh, that's going to be so great. Okay, so to wrap up, I wrote everything down, so we'll wrap it up in a pretty little bow here. (laughs) Jen suggests to streamline your orders by a bulletin board. Does it have to be a calendar bulletin board or just a bulletin board? No, mine is just like a big old school bulletin board, and I just got little push pins, and I put the orders, and I move them along as they get filled. Then. When you pull an order, you you first look and see if you have current stock. So, like, right. I'm thinking this is more like, well, I do have pre-made shirts, but more like my headband stock of like, oh, I already yeah. have that. Yeah, headband. and then because then again, Which, you're not wasting time. Not that it's a waste to make it because you'll sell it again, but if you, it just mm-hmm. streamlines streamlines the order process. If you have it, grab mm-hmm. it, and then only make what mm-hmm. you don't have. Yeah, which I'll add that because I did that today actually with some of my work time was headbands are one of my products that I don't have to wait for a size. And so if I can make that in downtime, then that's less I have to make as the orders come in. So if you think about your shop and something that maybe you can make without knowing information ahead of time mm-hmm. and just have that ready to go, that could help during the season too. Yeah. Um, and then last is you write all the orders on post-its and add in the date that it needs to go out by. Well, I write on post-its, I write what the things I have to pour that I didn't have on the shelf. And then the date I put on the order form that I printed and put those in order on the bulletin board. Oh, so ignore my post-it printer thing because I thought you were taking your order slips and writing them on post-its. Oh, no, but your your idea would be great. And I'm sure there is something where like, Maybe Tyler can write this program where, like, it takes what's on the order forms and organizes them by, okay, there were five flannel oh, he pajamas. Did. Yeah, okay, he did. that's what I need. Then he wrote that. That's the post-it he wrote that for step. I'm organizing, like, how many flannel pajamas needed. Okay, well, contact Ty because for <laughs> Just Dead Jeans, he wrote us a dashboard that basically goes in and pulls, like, anything somebody's ordered. So, like, our game day boxes, it labels out by, like, red shirt. Yellow gingham. Okay, yeah, size. that's what and that's does it for the post each one step for me. Okay, well, you need to contact him because he okay. can probably send you the send you the the code. Okay, perfect. Um. Anyways, okay, so that makes sense. But then on that, you put the date on the order form. Mm-hmm. Um, five days out. Now, do you do five days, like five business days or just five days in general? So I do five days in general because I usually because five days is a good like buffer for me if it falls Mm -hmm. on a holiday people have been pretty understanding like labor day those didn't go out till the next day so i do five days okay um but so then you pin it on your bulletin board and then once you are done with the order do you just trash it or does that go in there it goes i use it as a packing slip like i mark off the things that 
as I pack them and then mm-hmm. write a little note on it, like, thank you. And it goes in there in the box. Perfect. I have that. And then I would sit down with your calendar. Everybody get your calendar out. Think about what you make when you would need to order the last shipment of and figure out that cutoff time now because I would start communicating it like mid-October. Yeah, I would put it in your email newsletters, on your social media every so often. And like if you can create a banner on your website, that was life-changing for me because it was the first thing people saw whenever they went to order. So Mm -hmm. it was like right there. And then I had it on each Mm -hmm. checkout page. Mm-hmm. And you'll always and again, get those people that are like, wait, what? I didn't see this. Anyway, but mm-hmm. you'll just say, oh, okay, well, it was on all these places. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. And if you really want to make it for somebody and make that extra money, I would add a fee. Like, I would just say, yeah. well, unfortunately, this is a $9.99 rush fee. Yeah. Um, because and, it is your time. Still, yeah. Yeah. And if they still decide to do it, then great. You've been paid for that rush. But if they don't, then it's okay that you've didn't make money that you weren't getting paid for because of your time. Right. Yeah. And you can Um, always turn it into a positive and say like, um, I am not able to fulfill this order. Here's another local maker that I know has similar things and give them or just say, but I'd be happy to do it when I I can do it January 6th or whatever and give them an option of like, you're not saying no, you're just reframing the time. Yeah, and if it's not for a gift, maybe someone would be fine waiting until yeah the sixth. Um, and then set last thing to do is plan your away message and have that ready to go for that last day that you that you are taking orders, or I guess that you're closing up your shop. Um, yeah, any so of those? That's any it. Those dates. are the. Oh, and the last thing is to uh, come up with expectations yourself, but then communicate those to your partner, your spouse, um, your kids, if they're old enough to understand. I mean, even, you know, toddlers, you could say like, mommy's going to be in her office um, more nights this week or whatever. And maybe if you're really ahead of the game, which this is just not up my (laughs) alley, is before it gets super busy, like making freezer meals or if that's like if a priority is to feed your family well those couple weeks it gets really busy, then maybe you have freezer meals prepped um, or, or you just give yourself grace and don't eat well. Those like, like it's yeah, okay. I was going to say, or you buy I the know, 9.99 like, Uber Eats I, free delivery. Yeah, uh, just sometimes have to tell myself nothing is permanent. Like if, if for two mm-hmm. weeks we eat really bad, it's fine. But yeah. Perfect. Well, I am hopping on Amazon right now to get a bulletin board, and I hope everybody is too. (laughs) And just remember, we are a message away. So if you have any questions as you're navigating, if it's your first holiday season, um, make sure to reach out on Instagram. We'd love to hear from you. I was just going to say love you, but well, I do. I love you all. Join in the conversation by following us on Instagram at at underscore small business sisters. Make sure to introduce yourself because we love to follow and support other small businesses. And if you love the podcast, we would absolutely be so grateful if you subscribe and leave us a review. Every positive review helps other small business owners to find us. Remember, don't do life alone. We're better together.